easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Oh God, we need an opening. Like, I need to do some produce a piece of music. It's so stupid the way we open this damn podcast. Yeah, we need, we need a rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Better with butter. You know what? You know what I love is uh, the Between Two Ferns theme song. What is it? I don't even know what that is. I didn't so I'll grab the Casio keyboard. We'll bang out some '80s. Really, uh... that's actually from the '70s. That's uh, that's from Taxi Driver. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. We should just find the most obscure porno we can from the '70s yeah. and, and just steal the music. That would be awesome. I, I agree. Pornhub, here we come. <laughs> I'm actually already logged in. Here, let me let me get one real fast. <laughs> but but this weekend, Bradley Ryan, we only have two big films for you. We have Judy. Uh, you probably had heard about the buzz with Renee Zellweger. We'll mm. talk about that. Plus my interview with Renee Zellweger. Plus um, we also have Abominable, the animated cartoon, the animated film about Yeti yet again. So should we begin with Judy? Yes. Judy Garland's End of the Rainbow is explored in the heartbreaking but entertaining, really super entertaining Judy. Now big credit, like you may have heard, goes to the fully committed Renee Zellweger who may just win her second Academy Award, this time for Best actress. I spoke with the actress, I spoke with Zellweger uh, to, to talk about the heart, how she found the heart of the film. Take a listen. How did you find the heart of Judy Garland? I guess having lived with a public persona myself for quite some time, I, I understand the, the vast gulf between that fiction and the truth. And um, so I guess I kind of took that perspective in digging around the materials that are available on public record to come to imagine what it must be like living under those circumstances. I can hear her squinting. She does her little squint in person. That's right. But she she never squinted as Judy Garland. I love her. Stop it. She's a sweet, sweet person. Actors got to be so weird. Like when they're like, I'm just such an artist. Like you don't even hate. She doesn't though. You can't even handle it. She's more of a Texan kind of lady. You can't even handle my art. So rad. I mean, no. She's not like that. I will tell you stories about who I think those kind of people are but uh, Renee Zellweger is not I mean the moment I walked in there she's like oh Manny she remembered me and the last time I spoke with her was in New in Town do you remember that movie <laughs> from like New in Town from like 2007 with Harry Connick Jr. Of oh my god yeah uh, wow. so anyway but she remembers she goes I, it's always mm -hmm. nice talking to you so I love that but um, Zellweger embodies Garland during the last few months of her life battling alcoholism pill addiction 
the history of it is just heartbreaking. Um, also, while trying to reclaim her lost glory, she was fading this time. She's homeless, all homeless, really. And to make matters worse, fighting her ex-husband, Sid, for the custody of their two children, Lorna and Joey. The film spends much of the storyline in London, where Garland tries to stage a comeback in the Talk of the Town nightclub. The musical numbers show that Zellweger can not only personify the icon, she has the voice too, and sang it all live to tape. Somewhere over the rainbow and the screening last night everyone was clapping each like it's a live performance i'm like yes. wow everyone's how did you find the voice literally i had a lot of help yeah. you know first it was to intellectualize it and be in denial about yeah. the yeah. quality yeah. of her god-given gift yeah. and to just look at it from a stylistic perspective yeah. to break it down into elements that are distinctively her style yeah. you know that would be recognizable and i tried to approach it methodically like that so it's just learning and then building this so that i could actually make those sounds yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, uh, had a voice coach. That's true. She had a voice coach. That's all too. she needed to say. She yeah. like, I had to, like, I just went really loud. Oh, come on. Come on. But, but really, though, I mean, she can sing. I mean, Chicago. Oh, that's a beautiful voice. I couldn't she, believe it was her. Chicago. She, I mean, she sang that. She sang there, too. She's also nominated. She did an album. She did, like, a musical album. She's she got, like, did? Yeah, she's got records on uh, our sister station, 107.3 Mod FM. Oh. She's, got a, she's got a couple songs on the radio. Wow. Yeah. Huh. You can hear her squinting over there, too. <laughs> Now, this one, Judy, is based on the play End of the Rainbow by Peter Quilter. Director Rupert Gould hits the perfect note in fighting the rhythm, blending cinematography and editing to create a tender and affectionate homage to the legend. Trust me, you will never get bored with the film. This is a we It's well known that Garland is a gay icon, and the movie lovingly portrays her relationship with the LGBTQ community. Compassionate yet bold, the film's beating heart belongs to Zellweger. You will not forget her as the woman, mother, singer, actress, icon. When I told Zellweger about her possible Oscar, well, she just brushed me off. Take a listen. Well, I'll see you summer over the rainbow, oh, over the Dolby oh, Theater, at the Academy Awards, oh, Miss Renee. Wow. Well, anyway. <laughs> yes, Oh, wow. It's <laughs> nice to see you, sweetheart. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. So you. It's so nice to talk to you always. Aww, but you. Did, did you hear what she said? What did she say? Did you hear what she said though? When I said at the Academy Awards, she goes, oh, oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> but I still Is it bad her. luck to talk about? Uh, yeah, them? they never. They, yeah, you know what? I told it to Anne Hathaway months before uh, she won Best Supporting Actress. She did the same thing. She didn't want to hear about Christoph Waltz. I told Christoph Waltz he's going to win Best Supporting Actor. They Nothing. all ignored. They, yeah, I guess it's bad luck. Huh? Mm, okay. So I did. I knocked on wood and I put. I did my hat. My so you cross. think she's going to win it, huh? I think Best a, Actress. She's best Actress. Best Actress. But here's the thing. This is, it's also one that's kind of like uh, celebrating Hollywood. Right, exactly. So the, the, and Hollywood yes. loves Hollywood. drunks. Hollywood and, loves themselves. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood loves themselves. Hollywood loves drunks, finding redemption. Um, and Hollywood loves music, uh, music biopics so far. I mean, look, last year, Rami Malek won as, uh, Freddie Mercury for that's Bohemian right. Rhapsody. Yep. This time, and honestly, for the, you know, the, the contemporary musical biopics, this is my favorite. I wasn't a big fan of Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man, but I love, love, love Judy because right. it's tied neatly and it wasn't, there's nothing, there's no false note to it. Bohemian, if you guys have seen Bohemian Rhapsody, you know what I'm talking about. The last 10 minutes of it, it was like, hurry, hurry, hurry. We got to go to the big, big, big live event, uh, live aid concert. 
Do you know what I mean? It was just all put on in there. But this one, it, it just flows really well. And for that, Judy gets a perfect four out of four. Wow. So get happy kisses. Four out of four. Ride the trolley. Ride. Uh, <laughs> I'm riding wow. the trolley. Bang, bang, clang. <laughs> <laughs> Now we have abominable. Abominable. <laughs> abominable, Brad okay. Ryan. Um, I know you love Smallfoot. Yeti and my spaghetti. I loved, yeah, Smallfoot is a really good one. Have you have you seen The Missing Link yet? I have not. Oh, well, maybe that, that it's a little, it's a, maybe your kids may need two more years to really fully understand Missing Link. But uh, around the same time last year, Smallfoot. What, are you trying came to say out. my kids are stupid? No, that yeah, your kids are like still said, young enough you to You said my kids are too stupid, they don't link. really understand what's well, going on. Like father, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I love your kids and your wife. It, well, if she's listening. You, <laughs> she, she does not love you. <laughs> no, they need a little bit more maturing to understand Missing Link. But Smallfoot came out same time last year. Like you know, it was about an animated film about a yeti, Migo, who embark on a journey to prove the existence of humans. Then this year. In April, there was Missing Link about a Sasquatch named Mr. Link who travels to Shangri-La to find his long-lost relatives. Now, put those two plots together and you'll get Abominable, another animated film about a lost Yeti finding his way back home. Yes, the movie's plot is really, really reductive, but the execution is top-notch. Big credit goes to Jill Colton. She was trained at Pixar, then moves to DreamWorks Animation, the, the studio behind Abominable. And so, the film has a trademark Pixar qualities. Good animation and the feels. Lots of feels. You may even shed a tear or two. And another plus for the film is its setting. By relocating the narrative to China, the culture clash becomes more exciting. Now, Chloe Bennett, here's the plot. Chloe Bennett is Yi, a teenager who encounters a young Yeti on the roof of her apartment building in Shanghai. She and her friends named the Yeti Everest and help him reunite with his family at the highest point on Earth. But first, they must escape the plans of Burnish, voiced by Eddie Izzard, a super rich man on the hunt for a Yeti. And Sarah Paulson also shows up as Dr. Zara, a zoologist Working for Burnish. Now, don't let the not-so-original plot scare you from watching this film. Abominable is charming and sweet and very creative. Young kids will like it. It's perfect for Brad and Ryan's kids. And the filmmakers dig deeper into the Asian culture and create a fantastic mix of East and West. And for that, Abominable gets three out of four not-quite-loathsome kisses. All right, so not a bad box office weekend, huh? Uh, well, Judy, I think will win. Um, I don't know if it will <laughs> topple down Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey? Downton Abbey. Who knew that Downton Abbey would make such... I mean, there's a lot of Downton Abbey I mean, fans. everyone that uh, will watch that show on... Was that was just PBS. on Netflix? Oh, it was on PBS. Yeah. What? Really? That many people watch PBS? Didn't it go to Netflix? <laughs> Why are you hating on PBS? All no, the I'm time? not hating on PBS. I worked at PBS. We've been over this before, but no one watches PBS. <laughs> That's how I was able to get a they job there. <laughs> no, 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 people watch Sesame Street. Isn't it PBS? I suppose so. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, once Mr. Rogers is gone, there's and nothing Downton Abbey. And Downtown Abbey. Apparently. And uh, Doctor Who used to be a good one on PBS. Doctor Who. But yeah. Who watches PBS? No one does. So Downtown Abbey wasn't on PBS. It was on Netflix, right? It was PBS. But then they put it on Netflix. It wasn't the PBS Masterpiece Program. So it was a piece. With that weird guy, John's like, Welcome to Masterpiece Theatre. I'm John Tramonjo. I've got a really weird accent. You don't know if I'm from England or the United States, do you? <laughs> Very good. Uh, today on Masterpiece Theatre, we have, I don't know. Why do you Some other like, guy, the Thurston Howell like the Third. Love it. to be British. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so anyway, so I don't. Think, I don't think it was. I mean, I'm sure it originally was on PBS, but it wasn't. It was on Netflix, which is what everyone saw it on. Because who seriously? I can't even tell you what what number the PBS channel is here. Right? Is it like fourteen, fifteen, hundred and twelve? I have no idea what the. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what channel PBS. Because no one watches it. That's why I can tell you the Netflix number is the Netflix, but I'm on remote control. It Boom. says that's Netflix. it. Netflix on it. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Brad. You still watching? Yeah, I'm a loser. I've watched nine straight episodes. <laughs> I'm an absolute loser. Yes, I am Should still we watching. Stop it now. <laughs> oh, by the way, thank yeah. you for bringing up Netflix. I just saw a fantastic uh, series. I think yeah, it's out today, Friday, September 27th. Is the Politician with uh, Go on. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. Oh, American Horror from, Story. Uh, yes. Yes, and Brad Falchuk. His Team, his writing partner, his creative partner with uh, uh, American Horror Story as well. But this that one is a comedy about a high school student who really, really knows he's going to be president someday and he's going to do everything to do so. All right. <laughs> it's fun. And next week, you'll hear all my interviews with them. Cool. With the cast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, tuning into the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you. <laughs> Cue out your music. <laughs> And it'll put like popping butter in the background. Oh, nice. Yeah. Popcorn in the background of porno music. Yeah. Popcorn. Netflix and chill. Hey. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend at the box office. That's and uh, right. we'll see you next week. Have fun. Have a great weekend. Bye.